0: My name is Lana, my practice is yoga, meditation, mindfulness and just moment to moment awareness. This is my dear friend Paul from the Parkdale Prana Room. Can you tell us a little bit about your practice?
1: In the basic sense, you can think of it as Reiki, meditation, Qigong and Tai Chi, Uh, but I don't, I mean I use those labels because I have to, I guess, on the internet, but I don't like any of those words and I don't consider myself, you know. You know, repping that concept. I like to think of myself as working towards better, becoming a better human, and those uh, labels are quite limiting. Totally. I hope one day just to get rid of that shit and just be like, hey, I'm, we I'm call Paul. It? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't care. It doesn't I'm matter. Call <laughs> me what you want to call me, but it's I do Reiki, and it's like that's what Reiki is. I'm like that's not what I do. I right? know. So it's it's very frustrating. Totally. Um, but yeah, whatever. You know, becoming a better human. That's what I think of it as.
0: Yes, our practice is based around being better humans, um, being better towards ourselves and also being better towards others. Paul, I'm just going to call you Paul from now on. (laughs) That was the request. The reason why I'm interviewing my friend Paul is because he is a bit of a badass and he has this really beautiful way that he teaches uh, in Toronto, in Parkdale. And what I really like about his approach is that it's very, very real. So I wanted to ask him a little bit, um, a few more questions about some things which might be a little bit R-rated. Uh, some of those things are things that you and I have talked about before. For example, what are your thoughts around um, why is use of sexual energy and how does that relate to your practice?
1: Hmm. That's a that's a first. This is good. Um this is all very much my opinion, um, and I think that's important to state because tradition kind of doesn't address this particularly. A lot of what uh, you know I used to practice in terms of, uh, of uh, the Neigong or what they call the Juji which is internal alchemy, had its basis in honing, capturing sexual energy before you emitted. And then you use that to recycle, to yeah. use it to become stronger and more refined in terms of your circulation as a basis of just mm-hmm. becoming uh, and creating a better constitution. So it is fundamental to everything. Um, so the sexual energy is something to embrace, something to explore, but also something to be highly responsible with, as well as um, not waste it. I think. For
0: sure, not wasting it, it seems like a really good thing. It Thanks. speaks
1: more in terms of what they refer to as jing in Chinese, which is essence. So sexual energy is essence. There is sex involved with that, but not like sex, sex. Yeah. Essence, in terms of your seed and your constitution and your power. Um, this is exciting because most of us think, okay, this is where I was born with. These are who the people I was born to. These are the legs I've got. This is the best I can do. Yeah. And in Chinese culture, they're like, that's great, but let's reshuffle the deck. Totally. And now, in terms of even... Uh, uh, some uh, scientific worlds, uh, biology, Bruce Lipton, for example, is coming around going, hey, we're not our genes. We can change this. But it's all based in how you use sexual energy and how you uh, uh, see it. And so most of us are going to abuse it or be ashamed of it and thus suppress it. And I think embracing it, uh, responsibly so, is, is the answer.
0: Yeah, I think like, the reason why I'm curious about that is, is in in the sense that uh, I think that there is something interesting about, first of all, being aware of the sexual energy and like not leaking it, really, and being, um, as like, as a female teacher, I do my best, you know, to like stay covered and to teach in a certain way that doesn't invite that. And I was joking recently when someone shared the story with me where, you know, they said the second that someone starts to look at them in that way, they basically, their energy changes changes into, like, the energy of being a grandma. Like, I make myself a grandma for a lot of people because I feel like I don't want to invite that attention. I don't want to invite that sexual... are about different things. Are we?
1: Go ahead. This is good. Keep going.
0: Okay, right. so I was thinking about the sexual... Um, and also, as like a woman in the city, I, I am very particular. I don't just go around sleeping with people. Mm-hmm. And Toronto is one of those cities where people are dating a lot. They're mm-hmm. sleeping with a lot of people. And sex is not really that big of a deal anymore. Right. And so I was just wondering about your thoughts on some of those things. And, mm-hmm. and
1: That's interesting. And everyone's a little bit different because we're all built a bit differently. I'm... Um Record, a highly sexual person, and that is no uh, uh, that's not news to people that know me. Yeah, I'm very uh, flirty, I'm very touchy feely, I'm very passionate, I ooze this kind of, of, of tone. It's always how I've been, and when I suppressed that shit when I was young, based on my Catholic upbringing or based totally. on becoming or being called a whore, or whatever the fuck I was called, whatever the how it was interpreted, um, it killed a part of me, and 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 so you know, even. The idea of holding my semen for those hundred days and doing that exercise I was referring to earlier, I was walking around just like, just glowing, like almost shaking. Yeah. Like it was almost insane.
0: Um, I'm not saying everyone should do this.
1: Yeah. Me. Yeah. Because everyone's a little different, man. And people are at different stages. Totally. Talk to me in 20 more years and I'll have a very different opinion. 20 years ago, holy shit, very different opinion. Yeah. But right now at this stage... Uh, I know myself, and I know what is good for me. That's important. So, I guess what I would try to say is understanding what you are in terms of sexuality and using it to your advantage, not to your detriment. I think is very important. But that's as vague as fuck. Totally. And everyone's very different with that. Totally. Right?
0: How do you hold? Um, how do you hold boundaries? You know, like, and, and I mean this very honestly, like, as an attractive man that's also Mm. a teacher and also you know you're married Mm. you're not available i'm Mm. sure people come to you they have problems Mm -hmm. you work with them for a while Mm -hmm. they feel your support Mm -hmm. your care Mm -hmm. and um, when we feel that Mm -hmm. we tend to look i've gotten definitely attached
1: it blurs the lines
0: it blurs the lines right? right when there's when intimacy is shown between two people
1: Right. No, you're absolutely right. I I am of the mindset that I I believe the intimacy... It's a shame that intimacy is not normalized. Yeah. It's a shame that intimacy is associated with sex. Totally. And So, day one you meet me, you see what I am. There's no hidden uh, aspects of that. It's a very well-known, my position. That being said, guy or girl, we're going to get intimate as fuck. Yeah. And that level of of understanding is, is right there. And so, that's the magic. I mean, that's why I like what I do. I like I, I'm, be, I'm able to be intimate with people, um, and doesn't get weird. Uh, and that's totally. That's such a a strange thing for most people. For sure. And you know, first day people come in and they're shaking and they're nervous and they got me and I'm just kind of like, hey, what's going on or what do you yeah. want to do with this or whatever. Once you get over that shit, it's gorgeous. Totally. But it is you for know, sure a problem for some for sure if that and answers your question
0: it does a little bit i i, I was asking um i was asking for like s- specific like examples of holding boundaries you know it, sometimes you know i get an email here or there that like shares too much or things mm. like that and as a, as a as a woman teacher i have to be very much like
1: mm. no absolutely right and,
0: that's and um
1: yeah, I've I've had a few, I guess, inappropriate. I've never really had any really massive like sexual uh, uh, things. The inappropriate ones that I've had in the past just people being jackasses, but it has nothing to do with sex.
0: Totally.
1: Um, I would assume there are maybe a few that have feelings, etc., but it just doesn't go there. Totally. And it never it never will. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of consider that my responsibility, and For I would sure. be full of shit if I'm you know uh, uh, you know. Doing that kind of work with people, it's it's highly. Um, it can be very abusive.
0: Totally. Right? Well, thank you for taking responsibility <laughs> for it, and I appreciate you talking about it honestly. Right, 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 right. I remember the first time actually um, with with my teacher, the first time that I even sat face to face, like across, mm. in a meditation position, across from another person, and you're really like, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're talking. Mm-hmm. Wow, like my my world was like, whoa, like this is so close and I'm saying so much and Mm -hmm. here I am crying and like Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. sorts of things. And so it's a really interesting practice to kind of explore Mm -hmm. what feels close, what feels too close and and everyone is so different. Mm -hmm. So I I appreciate you.
1: I think I think it's amazing. And I I would hope and I mean I, I hope it's gonna happen. That intimacy is gonna become more of a trend because it has to be. There's no other way but this direction in terms of where we're going. Totally. You know what that looks like and how it plays out. That's the mystery. But we are all moving in a direction towards, you know, working together, towards community, towards more love, towards totally less separation. Totally. And a major, you know, uh, 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 problem at this point right now is our inability to be uh, intimate because of fear of being vulnerable. Simple.
0: or also um, you know unfortunately like some people are not really allowed to explore fully sure. there's a lot of fear behind that or there's relationships and sure they can't really explore f- fully because they are in relationships and there's certain boundaries around that and all sorts of things kind of come up
1: this this is, 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 is as you're talking it's, it's making a lot more sense to me I remember and I was talking to you earlier about when I first started teaching I didn't feel right I didn't feel ready And I never forget this fucking day. I was sitting in a coffee shop in Kyoto with a a practitioner, a Reiki practitioner that I was friends with, studying with. And he was the guru of Kyoto for yoga. Israeli guy, you know, surfer type, blonde, long hair. Like, just, he just, just pulled, you know, mad. But not in that sense. But he was just very attractive. Everybody loved him. And he was the man in, in Kyoto like, how the fuck do you do this, dude? I mean, I don't know if I'm ready for teaching as I'm talking to him. And he looked at me and he goes, I'll never forget this. He tipped his head like this. And he goes, I just give people my soul. And that's what I do. What you do with it is up to you. And I don't feel vulnerable in that sense that you can have an opinion. And that's great, but this is, you know, I give people my soul. And I think in terms of kind of, if you will, soul connections, and I don't believe in just one soulmate. I believe in numerous soulmates that if we share a hot dog for five seconds and we get some out of it, that could be a soulmate. But it only lasts five seconds. Yeah, it's not totally. a fucking hot tub with some champagne totally. right on a deck soulmate. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really special because that allows us to really take advantage and and, and and capture what it is we're experiencing and what is that lesson for the moment. Which is so fleeting. Totally. And if we're insensitive to that shit or held off or you know I believe in this or you know if we go to the far that means this we
0: just fuck it up totally
1: you know so it is also coming into context with where we are 2017 in our culture which is still very uh, uh, taboo we're a highly sexualized sexualized culture in terms of the extrovert or in terms of the outfit or how we dress or what we put on Instagram but we're actually quite prudish with how we treat sex beyond like, you know, uh, fuck me sites, right? It's a very different dynamic. Totally. And it, it, it's coming a lot of, it's coming off of, excuse me, a lot of sexuality as being shameful, as being dirty. Totally. And that's just fucking twisted. Yeah. And you can look back over the thousands of years of where that started, we won't get into that shit, but if you see it for what it is, and you just become a human, or better at being a human, excuse me, That's just just not where it's at. Totally. If that makes sense.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and for being here with me today. Uh, This has been the Big Tree Mind Podcast. Uh, We're talking a lot about being human and what it is to be human in this day and time. Thanks for joining us.